Hello, it's the Adam Paul Morgan podcast. No, it isn't. Fucking hell. That was the old YouTube channel. Start again. Come on, Ahoy, I'm Adam Paul Morgan and it's the It's Morgan podcast. I'm the host, presenter? The host, yeah, yeah. I'm the host of It's Adam Paul Morgan. And if you ever find yourself in like a little garden centre or a hardware store and you see someone walking out with a fence panel, you just have to tell them, hmm, you've taken the fence, haven't you? Bum bum Anyway, whoa, this is the Adam It's Morgan podcast. It's not the Adam Paul Morgan YouTube channel, even though this does go on the YouTube channel. Um, do all the subscribing stuff. I hate saying that. I hate hate it. That I cringe whenever I see it in a YouTube video. It makes me cringe. If anyone says hit the like button, I hit the dislike button just to disrupt their um, thing, their rhythm. I don't know. I've, I'm giving up on all that sort of stuff. I'll just do it for the sake of it. So, uh, hi, how you doing? I'm going to talk about the this, what, the hoo-ha and the general. What's been going on? Now, that hasn't changed from vlogging, Adam. I can tell you that now. It's the same thing. But it's a podcast, and I had to change the name to It's Morgan. I thought I'd grab that. It's quite catchy. And uh, no one else has took it, so uh, I've had it, and I don't care if anyone else uses the hashtag. Please use the hashtag. It's Morgan. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, God, I hate that. Right. Okay, talking about business, day-to-day business. A monkey has escaped from a zoo and it's made national headlines in Scotland. Oh, the wonderful adventures I had as a child, knowing that a monkey had escaped from a zoo in Scotland. <laughs> I've been to Edinburgh. I don't know what zoo it is. You can do your research yourself. But I've been to Edinburgh Zoo and what a lovely zoo it is. A lovely day in the fresh air. Oh, the pandas have gone back to China. Mmm. I remember that terribly, but I'm going back to the monkey and I'll tell you about the the Edinburgh Zoo when I was there. But the monkeys escaped from the zoo. Oh, what wonderful joy. Weird boy talking to his dad. It's been seen nicking monkey uh, monkey nuts. Nuts. With the monkey zoo, if I get the facts wrong, probably. But the monkey has been seen by, oh, dad, that's a weird monkey over there. No, it's not, son. That's your aunt Judah. Don't be so rude. No, Dad, it's a monkey. Oh, yeah, it is a wee monkey. Look. That's the one that escaped from the zoo. I wonder if they've caught it yet. Good on it. Steve McQueen of zoos. Hearing me. Yeah, Edinburgh Zoo. They had the pandas there. Me and my wife went there many... I say many years ago. Yeah, it was many years ago now. <clears throat> went on the whiskey tour. That was nice. And but the whole thing was presented by an Australian bloke, which sort of uh, took the miracle and uh, bedazzle out of the whiskey tour, in my view. But at the zoo was lovely, definitely worth going. I'm not a big fan of zoos, but Edinburgh Zoo was quite nice. But you're there at the pandas. I think they've gone there. I don't think you can go. We were there, but you have to have certain times to keep the numbers down to not to disturb the animals. Which is fair enough. You had to get get in there, then you had to get special tickets. But we kind of went out of season, so it was sort of like if no one's in there, you can just pop in and have another look at the pandas. And oh, it was hilarious. Good, good on the staff for doing this because the some young lad went in there with his dad, and his dad, you could tell, likes to travel. You just look at him with all the camera equipment round yeah the proper professional spent all this money and he doesn't know how to use it you know you you see him it's not a paparazzi at all he's just uh over enthusiastic and this young lad who was one of these spoiled little shits 
he asks, he gets. Oh, oh, I do it for my little prince. Yeah, you could say, you could tell. <laughs> and he went to the zoo and he was banging on the glass for the pandas and the zookeepers pulled him right up. And the young lad was like, when does the show start? Show? Yeah, the show. Like at SeaWorld. And the zookeepers were like, no, there is no show. You just come to look at the pandas. It's not like SeaWorld. It does a particular show. I was like, you try getting a panda to do anything. Apart from eat, sleep and fuck once a year. Happy life. <laughs> once a year. Eat, sleep and shag once a year. You look forward to that one day, wouldn't you? But no, good on the zookeepers for sorting them out. But I don't like going to zoos. Particularly in uh, the one I get dragged to the most is Yow Dudley Zoo. In the heart of the black country in the West Midlands. Oh, yammer, yammer, yam, all right. Are they all talking to me funny? Ah, yeah. But if you're ever around Dudley, uh, I think the bus station's nearby. But if you're ever near Dudley, you can hear the howler monkeys sort of around dusk time, sort of from the same time. If you're ever a bit near, you hear them go, Oh, yeah, or not? And <laughs> genuinely, I think they've got a bit of a black country ting to their accent, these howler monkeys. And I wonder if you get to another zoo, say Scotland monkeys in Edinburgh, do they sound have a bit of a Scottish ting to the uh, howl? And if you get down south in London, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to do the. I'm not going to work through my repertoire of accents. I could do, but I haven't planned it that way. But yeah. But at Dudley Zoo, and I was speaking to the zookeeper about this because I took my wife for a birthday. Um, for the experience where you can feed the animals, basically you do the zookeeper's job. But luckily, we didn't have to shovel shit. And she's very fond of giraffes, so I took her to feed the giraffes. Um, before the public got there, and I was speaking to the zookeeper, I was like, yeah, 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 I was like, I bet you get a lot of people who think they know more than they do. And I said, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the worst ones are the people that know a little bit about something to convince other people they know a lot. Because they're the worst ones. Because if you're there at the zoo, there's just people who are like, oh, this animal does this animal. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was watching it on Shark Week last night. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Lots of people who think they know more than they do. Like, I'm into video gaming. And, you know, had one fellow got very aggressive with me. So I'm not going to talk about animals. You know, they shit and they eat and they shag. That's as far as I know. Um... <laughs> but gaming, I do know a lot about gaming, yeah. Um, particularly when he, he, he was like, oh, yes, every, he was adamant every single video game was made in Japan. Every single one. And I was like, oh, no, they're not. And it's like, if you look at Rare, they're just down the road at Tricross. Tricross Zoo. Uh, uh, Tricross, that's where they're based. And there's loads of game developers, um, particularly in Britain, very aggressively shouting, oh, yes, they are. Every game is made in Japan. No, sorry. Facts wrong there. Again, the people who think they know it all. You've got to be proven wrong. Then you learn. It's how you learn. <laughs> um, yes, it's how you learn. And experience things in life. Hey. 
what I'm about to talk to next. I'm very impressed with myself about how I link these two segments up. The King's Prostate! Another headline news. God save the Royal Prostate. Unless he's had it taken out. But anyway, the, the Royal Prostate. <laughs> yes, well, it's uh, it's an eye-opener. More ways than one. Um, the Prostate, yes. The, the sort of people are talking about it now. But years ago, if you mention about prostates, all men are like, oh, no, no. I've had it checked and woo! Don't know what you're mad about. Great fun. Well, a qualified physician. At least I hope he was. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth getting it checked because in my family there's a history of um, people not making it to their ATF due to prostate cancer. So I have to have it sort of checked out every now and again. It's like a, it's like an occasion. <laughs> And I'm not really that bothered about it, and here's why, but a lot of men are. A lot of men are bothered about it, because I remember talking to a chap about it in a previous workplace. I don't speak to any of them, because I don't see him, but this one particular chap, I'm glad I don't speak to him, um, because he was in a whinging idiot, a moaning a lot. Every little thing he just moaned about, I was like, just sort yourself out, get a positive outlook. Because I think I think he got a letter about it, and he was talking to me about it, and he was all, oh, "I don't want to, don't want to, don't want to have anyone sticking a finger up there." Well, here's the thing, right? There's a lot of men around the world that go to certain parts of the world, sort of East Asia sort of area, that will pay a person, trans person, or a lady. Or a man, I think that covers all basics. Anyway, we'll pay someone to stick things up their bottom. And I've got to pay a lot of money to get out there. And I've got to pay a lot of money for the service. Whereas here, we can have the same thing <laughs> on the NHS. So they're not you injured about. And they're going to be trying to let you know that, yeah, everything's A-OK. I don't know what he was whinging about. Quite looking forward to the next one as well, just to make sure everything's unkidori. So many years of medical school, and basically you're sticking a finger up someone's bottom. <laughs> oh, good on him. Good on him. I'll clap for him. <laughs> but yeah, with uh, obviously the king's and his uh, prostate, for what's going on there, it is, it is definitely worth just getting it checked out. You know, supporting the doctor, get it talking about it. Basically, if you're struggling to go pee-pee, get it checked out if you're in your 40s. But just be careful. If you've got drink a load of coffee and tea like I've done, uh, yeah, just cut down on that. Particularly since my eyes been twitching since I've been drinking a lot of caffeine lately. Because of all the assaults I've been having. Oh, yeah. My employer, which I won't mention... Are doing. Uh, let me let me see now. Let me just get the calculator out. And if I times three by seven, multiply that by ninety, and times it by zero equals um, yeah, what they're doing, nothing. So you come to work, you do a job to make money for them, and I get beaten up in the process, and they won't help me. Okay, fair enough. <sighs> Never mind that. 
What else is on the agenda? Done the monkey, done the king's prostate, as you do. Oh, yeah, next item on the agenda. I swear I'm going to write these things down one day. But I sort of planned out in my head while driving t- this week, as I do, and I just do bits on my break. Because I'm going to do what I like on my break. But in a nutshell, uh, while driving the other day, got one of these uh, dodgy calls. You know the type of dodgy call. Not not the dirty one. They're sort of, um, can we try and scam you? Or as, or as I thought at the time. But it was a cold call. And I originally thought, this is a scammer from what they were saying. And, the way, you know, everything was scripted for them. Either way, I wasn't interested. And I don't really want them to call back because they're not getting any business from me. So, there's a little trick that I'll do. I tell them, I am said person's brother. Me, I am said person's brother. That I am deceased, as in me, or my brother telling them that I am deceased. Adam Paul Morgan is deceased. And we're sorting out the affairs. Can you please stop calling? Now, this particular call was wrong on so many levels on their behalf. But I had to bleep out the company name. So I checked it out and it is actually a genuine company. That were trying to sell me something, but I weren't interested. But it was just this individual's uh, manner of approaching said situation which is disgusting now i was driving it was all hands-free that's why it was on the speaker but my dash cam records sound and i'm so glad it did so i can share with the world all the free listeners on your macintosh <laughs> um this particular call have a listen Hello, Dad. I'm speaking to Adam. Who's calling? It's Riley calling from Canada. If you, if you. Uh, excuse me, who are you calling from? I'm calling from G. Canada. If you, if you. Who, who are they? So, Adam, a while ago you may have came across one of our online trading ads and a market that I would like to call you later regarding online trading and the financial market. Okay, I just Which need to... Think it'd be available. Okay, I just need to inform you I'm actually his brother. He's actually deceased. I'm looking after his phone. Uh, while we're going through all the um, bereavement. Oh, I'll say, um, okay, no problem. Do you know what time it'll be available, maybe? He's dead, you fucking moron. Oh, my bad. Sorry about You're that. You're bad fucking, so you huh? Jump up a fucking bridge, you twat. I don't know what your impressions was, but for me, I was like, you absolutely... Well, you heard it. My reaction was like, you fucking prick. So to me, that was like, one, he doesn't listen. Two, it, it sounds like a scammer. Because I've done that to quite a few of these um, calls. And it's like, oh, very sorry for your loss. We'll take his name off the system. And they never call back. But this prick, Jesus Christ. It's got to be dodgy. I don't know. Could be. Had some belters in the past. I've even pretended to be a sex line worker. Not like I know what a sex. I've got the gist of it. I don't phone dirty numbers. Like I say, I could phone the wife for um, unlimited calls for free. I'm not paying £2.50 for one of these things. But then again, if I phone my wife for a dirty phone call, she'll just tell me the same as she does in bed and that's to get off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, the dirty buggers. <laughs> Both ends. It's moved away from these things. It's all a webcam now, isn't it? Oh, look at me. 
could take photos of my feet and just send them off. I don't care, I'll get the money for it, I'm not bothered. But I've broken my toe uh, this week, and I have no idea how I've done it. I just got up one morning and it was all bruised and it was, you know, basically my foot was turning blue all over. And I was like, have I broken my toe? I've got no pain, but I can see roughly where if I touch it slightly. Bit of agony, but I'm all right to walk on it. I thought, ah, I'm just going to live with it. If it gets worse, if my toe's hanging off, then I'll go to hospital. So I think I've broken my toe. But I've informed my employer and their response was... Oh, you must have put pressure on it. But I'll use the scientific name of the uh, part of the toe that I think I broke. And my man... uh, Covering names. My employers are minced beef, shall we say. And full of shit. You know, won't won't even look after the staff that's been assaulted at work. Nah. I've recently heard... Some good news. Well, good for the zoo. Recently, this is a few days after the uh, monkey escaped, the monkey has returned and he's back in the zoo. Which, I was kind of rooting for the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, it's a shame. They shouldn't be there anyway. But yeah, this is sort of a few days after I previously recorded that bit. This is a few days after. Uh, yeah, since then, the uh, monkey's been found. I wonder how they've done it. I would like to think... I heard on the news it was one other thing, but I'd like to think the monkey was dressed up in a suit. <laughs> Standing on wooden sticks to make him taller. And as he's trying to get on the bus, he's talking like English to the bus conductor. <laughs> oh, is this the bus to London? <laughs> I want to get to train and go back home. But no, the uh, uh, message is left, right and centre. But no, it was a... Uh, <laughs> shouldn't laugh, I know what's coming. Thanks, Tommy. Um, you know, the monkey dressed up in a suit with a big long coat and standing up on stilts. Trying to get the uh, bus to London. Oh, excuse me, young fellow, young bus conductor. Is this the bus? Is this the bus to uh, London? Is it? I want to get the train. I want to go back home to where that particular monkey's from. The bus conductor's talking in English. Then turns around and speaks monkey language to the guy in good luck. And the monkey replied, "Thanks." In monkey talk. Oh, I'm Steve McQueen. Great escape. Keep up with the program. Ah, oh, the poor monkey. I was, I was generally rooting for the monkey, but they got it with uh, infrared and stuff like that. Drones. Ah, oh, it's a shame.